Hey, hello. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics podcast. Here we provide a complete how-to guide for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined once again by the co-host, Mr. Jack. Today, we're going to talk about what to bring with you as a digital nomad. I will start with a quick summary of the episode. First, me and Jack are going to talk about which problem we are trying to tackle in this episode. Then, we're going to try to place this topic within our digital nomad life system. Finally, we're going to present the five principles that you can use as your guide when you're deciding what to bring with you as a digital nomad. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, hey, hello, Mr. B. Hey, Jack. So the problem we are going to tackle today has to do with deciding which things you should bring with you as a dear nomad. So, Mr. B, why are we talking about this topic? So if there is one thing you will learn very quickly when you start to travel and you start this digital nomad lifestyle is that what you carry in your bag is one of the key questions. And you're going to see that it's kind of hard to nail down from the get-go exactly what to bring, how much to bring, and stuff like that. A very common problem a lot of uh, new digital nomads make is to bring too much stuff with them. So besides the obvious problem of sometimes needing to pay extra airline fees for the additional weight, there are other problems as well. For instance, it will be hard to carry around so much stuff. And since you're a digital nomad, you're always moving. So the extra weight over time really going to start bothering you. Also, I think that if you carry too much stuff, it will be hard for you to track everything you own. Right? You're going to start forgetting stuff. Finally, perhaps on a more philosophical level, if you own too much, you won't be subscribing to this idea of minimalism that is you know, very common among digital nomads of owning very little and just living with that minimal amount of stuff and focusing more on experiences and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But I think some people do the very opposite by packing very little. Though this is less common, especially with the new nomads, this can be very bad as well. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, you can go the opposite direction. But as you said, I think that's slightly less common. But I would agree with you that there is nothing worse than needing something in a given moment and not having it. Also, if you really need something and you are on the road, probably you're going to need to buy it. And if you leave to buy this specific thing you need on the spot, you might end up paying a lot of money for it. Moreover, if you buy things on the spot, you might end up with items of very poor quality that you won't be able to keep it for long. So I agree with you 100%. Bringing too little is also a trap, and that's why it's so hard to find this balance. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, travel belongings is a relevant topic for nomads, but can you be a little bit more precise on what are we going to talk about today regarding travel belongings? Sure. 
So, as you said, travel belonging is very relevant. And it seems to me that there are a number of topics we could talk about. For instance, we could talk about which specific items would be useful for almost all digital nomads. Could talk about if you should use a backpack or a suitcase to pack these belongings. We could talk about if you should travel only with carry-ons or if you should check luggage. But all of these things that I just listed won't be the topic today. Rather, in this episode, what I try to do is to come up with the meta principles to help a digital nomad decide what should they bring with them. So I think you can conceive this episode as being a sort of guide for how to select the appropriate things to bring with you in your digital nomad journey. In order to answer the question of what kind of things you should carry with you as a digital nomad, I came up with five main principles. These principles are very abstract. In other words, as I just said, today we are going more meta simply talking about principles. So to summarize, the idea of the episode is to give the tools for the individual digital nomads to decide what to bring. And the rationale behind that is that different digital nomads will have different needs based on the destination which they are going, based on the type of work they do, based on the hobbies they have, stuff like that. So I think that would be a useful episode for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. That can definitely help a lot of people. So I think as usual, we should put this topic into our digital life system. And for people who don't understand what the system is about, it is a six-step system that aims to help people going from a normal, stable life into a digital life. So, Mr. B, where would you put this topic into which step of the system? So, I think the topic today would very clearly fit the first step of our digital nomad life system. And the first step of the system is called a nomadic life prep. So, this first step can be understood as the action someone needs to take beforehand to make the optimum transition from a normal, stable life to a digital nomad life. And of course, there are many areas that we're going to cover within this step. Some to do with logistics, some to do with finance, some to do with psychology. So the question of travel belongings have kind of to do with logistics, since it's something you should get sorted before you start your digital nomad journey, I decided to place the topic today in the first step. I see. So let's go to the main topic of today, the five principles for which belongings to bring with you as a digital nomad. So the first principle is weekly use. Sure. So the principle of weekly use states that you should only take belongings with you that you are likely to use on a weekly basis. It doesn't matter how many times a week you're going to use as long you use it. So the justification behind this principle is that if you do not use an item every week, 
then it is unnecessary to carry with you since the use of such item is too infrequent. Things you only need once in a while, you should rather borrow from someone, rent it, or even buy in the given location. So let's think about an example. Let's say you are a digital nomad and you are very much into fitness. It makes sense to carry in your bag some sport shorts, but it wouldn't make sense for you to carry around a suit. The reason for that is because a sport short, if you are into fitness at least, you would be using on a weekly basis. On the other hand, how many times a week you're going to use a suit? Sure, you might have a wedding once every six months, but that's too infrequent. And if you were to have a wedding, I would suggest you to, you know, rent a suit rather than carrying with you all the time. Nonetheless, it is kind of hard to establish with accuracy which kind of things you're going to use on a weekly basis. So, of course, there will be some sort of trial and error. So, perhaps in the beginning, you're going to assume you're going to need a lot of things that in actuality you're not going to need. Or perhaps you're going to not think about a given item and you're going to need to buy. But the principle states that once this adaptation is over, you should only stick with things you use on a weekly basis. So the last point I would like to make about this principle of weekly use has to do with the exceptions to the principle. As most rules, there are some exceptions here. These, I would say, are items related to your work items related to a serious hobby you might have. By the way, we did an episode on having hobbies as a digital nomad. I believe that was episode number five. So if you guys are interested, please go have a listen. And finally, the last exception would be some emergency items. So think, for instance, about medications. Medications are not the sort of thing you should be using on a weekly basis, at least I hope. Um, But it's wise to carry with you in the case of an emergency. Yeah, it makes sense to bring medicine with you, especially you could get yourself into urgent situation. So the second principle here is versatility. So the second principle of versatility states that you should aim to get belongings that are versatile in their uses. In other words, as a digital nomad, you should always prefer items that have multiple uses rather than a single one. And the rationale behind the principle is that if you get an item that is versatile, then you will be able to save some space in your luggage because you're going to have one item that fulfill more than one function. And it goes without saying that you want to save space. This might sound a little bit abstract so far. So perhaps by giving an example, it's going to be slightly more clear. For instance, let's think about swimming shorts. Instead of getting one that you would only use for swimming, why don't you get one that you use for both swimming and going to the gym or doing any other sort of sport? 
Same thing for pajamas. Instead of getting pajama trousers that really look like pajamas, why don't you get something that looks more like normal joggers that you can use in your day-to-day -day life? Therefore, you won't need to buy an additional trousers to carry with you. Yeah, selecting items that have versatility is very important when it comes to packing. So the next principle here is invest in quality. So this third principle, investing quality, establishes that since you have a very limited amount of things that you carry with you, then these few things you do carry should be of very good quality. The rationale behind the principle is more or less the following. Since you only will be carrying a few things with you, and these few things you will be carrying with you, you will be using all the time, it makes sense for you to invest on something that will look good and that probably won't break it on the middle of your trip. So, for instance, let's think about backpacks. When you're shopping for backpacks, you can get very cheap options, right? You can find backpacks that are as cheap as $100. On the other hand, you could buy a really good backpack that perhaps is going to cost you around three to $500. And the idea here is that since a backpack, you only have one, so it's going to be a one-time investment and you're going to be using all the time, you should invest on the high-quality bag because most likely you're going to look better, the quality will be there, and it won't tear part in the middle of a trip you're having. Also, if you consider the fact that with a high-quality backpack, you can probably stay for more than five years, on the long term, it won't be such a big investment. And as I said, if you buy a cheaper backpack, you're probably going to need to change more often. It might end up costing more Yeah, I think after a few broken backpacks, you should learn that quality is better than just a lower price. You you learned that the hard way, right, Mr. Jack? Yeah, I did, I did, yeah. So the next principle here is matching. So the principle of matching establishes that since you can only have few belongings with you, then you should be able to mix and match such belongings in a very easy manner. So there are two ways in which you can think about belongings matching. These are in terms of aesthetics, i.e. things matching in terms of their looks, and functionality, things being compatible and complementary with each other in terms of their functionality. Once again, the principle is a bit abstract right now. So let's think about an example in order to try to make it more clear. And of course, the most straightforward example here would be in terms of aesthetic matching for your clothing. If you're not a digital nomad and you live in a house and you have a wardrobe, then you can have a lot of clothes, of course, right? And some of these clothes might not go well together, but that's, of course, not a big deal since you have a lot of space. On the other hand, as a digital nomad, 
as we already established many times, your space is very limited. So you need to be very smart about the clothing you carry with you. You should not have clothes that don't go well together, no matter how you combine them. So the best way to put in practice this principle, if we're thinking in terms of clothing, is to choose a certain color palette, i.e. you only have clothes from certain colors and these colors will go well together. By doing that, you can always wear no matter how you mix and match those things. And the principle of matching, of course, seems to be quite obvious in terms of clothing, but I believe it goes beyond that. So we can think about matching in more broad terms, in terms of functionality, for example, when we think about electronics. So having electronics from the same brand, for instance, would be another example of matching. So if you have products from Apple, they have an ecosystem there, you're going to be able to minimize the number of things you carry with you since the thing's going to be more complementary with each other. Yeah, maybe this matching principle explains why most Norman brings Apple laptop with him. So the next principle here is compactness. This principle of compactness is perhaps the most straightforward principle so far, but it is so important that I thought it's worthwhile mentioning. And by compactness here, we simply means how small something is. So we already established from the beginning of this episode that the space and the weight inside your luggage, it's very valuable since you have so little. And since that's the case, it makes sense for digital nomads to try to optimize the use of such space. So the idea behind the principle of compactness is that all other things being equal in terms of functionality, in terms of the features offer, in terms of the compatibility with the other principles listed before, if you have two items, you should always pick the smaller one. So for instance, let's say we are considering portable chargers and the two portable chargers which we are considering taking with us have more or less the same functionality. So they have the same number of ports, they have the same amperage, the same voltage, they use the same cables, stuff like that. If that's the case, always pick the more compact option. It sounds very simple, but a lot of people overlook it. And the way in which most digital nomads overlook this principle is rather than picking bigger objects, they never search for the smaller options. And the tip I have here to find these more compact options of uh, items you might want to bring with you as a digital nomad is to go to any online shopping website and search for whatever the name of the item is plus the word travel. By doing so, you're probably going to be able to find miniature versions of most things. So 
just for the sake of examples, I already had a hairdryer that was about 10 centimeters in length, which is substantially smaller than a normal hairdryer. Also, another thing that I have that is really small is a body weight scale. So normal body weight scales have more or less 30 centimeters by 30 centimeters. And mine is about 20 by 15. So again, substantially smaller. So it's just about looking for the smaller options when you are gathering the things you will bring with you in your digital nomad journey. Yeah, being smart with your space, like how much you can bring, it's really important when it comes to digital nomad journey. So Mr. B, I think this is the end of episode. Um, do you want to add anything to this? Just would like to reiterate that the aim of the episode was to give these meta principles in order for people to decide what to take. But perhaps I think in the future we could record an episode on the specific things we carry all the time. And perhaps even more important, the items that we think would be universally useful for all digital nomads. So no matter who you are, no matter where you're going, no matter the kind of work you have, which things you should carry with you as a digital nomad. Yeah, that sounds like a great episode to help the nomad decide what to bring with them. So if you enjoy this episode, please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. We are still a new podcast and every review still helps. I'm Jack and thank you for listening. Thank you very much. 